Welcome to Men in Relationships, the podcast about evolving the emotional habits of men through inner transformation that will lead to positive external changes in your relationship. I believe there's a huge lack in support and vulnerability and discussion around these topics about men in relationships. And that's why I'm here talking to you today. So sit back, relax, and let's grow. Hey, what's up? It's Joel coming at you on a Wednesday evening. I'm happy to be here recording uh, really the first episode, the first real episode of Men in Relationships. Well, actually, let me rewind a little. Maybe I'm not that happy in the moment (laughs) about doing this again because I recorded this episode last night and I didn't write any notes, I didn't write any bullet points, and I just went for it. And I, I thought it was a pretty good episode. And the damn thing didn't rec- or save. I a- accidentally exited out and sat and pressed not to save. So that was a hard one to swallow last night because my schedule is super busy right now. It's just jam packed. And that was a that was a gut wrencher last night, <laughs> realizing this didn't save. So I'm here again today. I've been able to reframe, refocus, bring myself fully here so I can so I can show up and hopefully provide value. So yeah, if you are a listener of my previous podcast, Surrendering Average, it's still all the episodes are still there. But I'm just kind of tweaking and revamping my message into what I'm doing and what I'm entering in life. I am a coach. I'm a coach for men in relationships in particular, or men who struggle with their emotional habits, their emotional literacy, their emotional availability, many such things. And I'm doing this podcast because I myself, probably like you, are a busy person. We have a lot going on. We're taking on a lot. We have big goals. We, we want to be productive. And we just want to make sure that we're not leaving our relationship to the wayside, that we're, that we're still putting a very high level focus on our relationship to make it one of the best things in our life. Because if we are in a meaningful relationship, we want it to last our whole life. And there's a lot of work that needs to go into making a relationship last a lifetime. Believe you me, (laughs) I was a bit naive thinking how easy relationships should have been. And if you want a good one, it's going to take a lot of work. And I, myself and Jess, we work on our relationship a lot. It is a high priority and we do not let anything go left uh, untalked about or any issues unresolved. Like It is a high priority in our life. So my purpose today is to bring you a tool that really, really helps me and help me uh, deal with my emotional illiteracy and getting to the bottom of what's causing my emotions, getting to the root cause of my emotions. And there's a plethora of benefits that come from this. And first, I just want to share a resource that I use. You could Google search uh, emotion wheels and there'll be a whole bunch of pictures that come up. I actually use uh, one that's on humansystems.co slash uh, emotion wheels. And 
I act, I'm a very visual person and this helps me immensely to break down a big generalized emotion that I'm feeling into a smaller category. So then I can, then I can actually understand why I'm feeling a certain way and bringing this full circle to relationships. Now I don't have to bring that emotion onto my partner. I can dissect it myself, get to the root of it. And now I can go through what I need to go through to process it, to understand why it's there and work through that. So I'm not bringing that into and onto my partner. So in this emotion wheel that humansystems.co actually has three different emotion wheels. They have one for uncomfortable uh, emotions leading to negative affect. And then they have comfortable emotions leading to positive affect. Affect is the way we feel and human systems needs wheel. So our four main human systems. So I really want to just kind of break this down into an example so you can understand since this is a podcast and you don't really have a visual, I want to, I want to really break this down and hopefully you'll understand the, the potential that this can have on your emotions and your ability to be able to dissect and work through those emotions in the future. So usually, and myself in the past, I was extremely guilty of this. I would only be able to feel a very broad, very broad emotion. I would categorize everything into just this, oh, I feel sad, or I feel angry, or I'm grumpy, or I feel embarrassed. And that's as far as it would go. That's as far as my vocabulary was for emotions. So I didn't know why necessarily. I wasn't taking the time to dissect this. I didn't know I was feeling this way. I was just feeling this way. And, <laughs> and really, then I would just show up after work feeling this strong emotion, this generalized category, categorized emotion. And I would show up to Jess almost on a daily basis. And I would be grumpy. I would be angry. I would be upset. And she would say, what's wrong? I said, I don't know. I just don't want to talk about it. I'm just feeling sad. I'm just feeling angry. I'm feeling down. And it just kept recurring over and over and over again. And I never took the ownership to really understand, okay, what's causing this emotion? Can I actually work through it myself? Or if I need help, can I work through it with Jess? But instead, I was just showing up with it and expecting her to deal with whatever energy and emotion I was bringing to the table that day. You know, I'd have, I'd have the occasional good day or when I was in a good mood coming home, but honestly it was, it was few and far between the, the gym really helped me to, uh, I guess, distract me from what I was feeling. It, it, it isn't a full solution, I would say, but it was a great distraction and it did get my body moving. And there is a mind body connection that we need to be aware about, which is very important to move our body as well as equipping our mind with the proper, uh, with the proper equipment and awareness. So we can have that mind body connection. We can have both things in flow, both things working for us. So for myself, I would show up previously and still do. I am not perfect. I work on this all the time. You know, life throws unforeseen circumstances at us all the time. Every day there's a new challenge somewhere that's going to pop out and we just need to 
equip ourselves so that those don't take us down, that those don't take us down into familiar patterns. And for me, I fell into that familiar pattern by showing up after work, let's say angry. So this emotion wheel, I'm going to break down anger into what it's showing me here. So let's say I show up and I'm feeling angry. Okay, why am I feeling angry? This emotion wheel breaks anger down to a bunch of subcategories. So one could be, well, I'm angry because I'm offended. Why are you offended? That's broken down into two more categories. Well, I might be offended because I've been insulted or I've been mocked at work. So now all of a sudden, instead of just being generally grumpy, now if I take a little bit of time to reflect and a little bit of time to understand why am I angry here? Okay, well, I'm angry because I'm offended and I'm offended because Bob at work insulted me. That, that son of a gun. So, you know, okay, now I know where this stems from. And now I can work through this. Okay, is, should I, should I be showing up to my home life with this anger because Bob insulted me? Jess is not Bob. My home life and home environment is not, has nothing to do with Bob. So I need to work through this. Okay, maybe that's Bob's issue that he insulted me. Okay, that, am I going to take that to heart? And if I am, you know, let me, let me work on this. What is my self-worth? What do I mean? Even if he insulted me, is that true? Is that 100% true? And let me work through this so I'm not bringing that to Jess. That's just a really simple example. Anger could also be broken down into bitter. And bitter can be broken down into um, re resentful or jealous. Anger can be broken down into frustrated and frustrated can be broken down into annoyed or infuriated. You see, you see what I mean? Once we start breaking that down, well, now all of a sudden I'm not just angry. I'm angry for a reason. I'm angry because I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated because I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed because I'm not making progress in this and I feel like I'm stagnant. And now I can pinpoint that. And more often than not, we can pinpoint it and realize most of the time, it probably doesn't even have to do with our partner at all. And it's very selfish to not work through our own things that come up through the day and to bring them to our partner. And that's not to say we don't need to have conversations with our partner expressing this or even talking about it. We don't want to turn it into a nightly vent sesh where we just vent about how awful our day was. Yeah, some things we'll need to work through and probably articulate to our partner so we can discuss and collaborate. And sometimes it helps to have that outside awareness and outside perspective on the situation. And we learn to communicate and work through issues and conflicts together on the same team. Now, that's a whole other topic episode of how to do that properly and how to bring the proper energy and attentive listening and empathy and all those matters. But for today, let's just focus on, hey, we're probably experiencing this big emotion. And especially as men, we don't normally talk about emotions. I never had to talk about emotions with my friends on sports teams, in school, in the trades. It's just not what men talked about. When we got together with our friends, we'd drink a beer and watch a sports game and shoot the shit and, and debate and whatever, not whatever else. But we're not talking about our emotions. And if somebody did, you're probably going to get made fun of. 
but it's time to evolve. It's time to elevate to the next level because we are in a relationship or we want to get in a relationship. And that is a hell of a lot more meaningful than just shooting the shit and hoping that a buddy likes me because we're not talking about real shit. And that's not to say, let's not have fun, drink some beers and watch the sports game. I am not saying that, but I'm saying, okay, if we want to do that with the boys and our buddies, cool. But we're going to need to go there in our relationship because our partner needs that. Our partner needs to understand what is going on. And we don't have to fine to fine pick every little thing, every little emotion. We don't need to take this over the top. I'm just saying, if you struggle with articulating how you feel and what you're experiencing, this is a very helpful tool. I'll give you another example. Let's say we are embarrassed. We were coming to the relationship and we're not talking to our partner because we're embarrassed. Well, embarrassed can be broken down into disrespected. Disrespected can be broken down into humiliated or ridiculed. And now we can express why we're feeling that way. Embarrassment can be, can be broken down into ashamed. And ashamed can be broken down into mortified or humiliated. Uh, another one could be, a general category could be sad. Sad could be broken down into hurt. And hurt can be broken down into deflated or injured. And sad can be broken down into discouraged. And discouraged can be broken down into small or broken. You see how once we break it down farther, it's going to get so much easier to explain why we're sad. Because many times our partner will say, well, why are you feeling this way? Why, why are you acting? Why are you so cold right now? Ah, I don't know. I'm just sad. That's literally opening the door one tenth of the way. You know, there's so much more behind that for these uncomfortable emotions that have a negative affect, have a negative way on how we're feeling throughout the day. It's so important, not only for ourselves on an individual level so we can work through it and get to a better place. If we're just being ignorant and not doing this, we're just going to go about our day sad. And now we're home. The time that we like to be home and, and spend cherished time with our partner or family well, because we're not working through this, we're going to carry that sad emotion all the way until we go to bed. And guess what? If we haven't worked through it, sleep doesn't magically make everything dissipate or disappear. It's probably going to roll over into the next day. And if something shakes us again, something makes us angry throughout that day, boom, now it's compounded even more. Now we're even more angry because we haven't dealt with yesterday's shit. And it's a vicious, vicious cycle if we allow this to keep going without breaking it down, without getting to the bottom of it. And we will look for ways to self-soothe that are not healthy, whether that's alcohol, whether that's drugs, whether that's disting ourselves from our partner, whether that's stonewalling our partner, shutting down emotionally. It's going to come up in one of these overcompensations. And that's eventually going to lead to the deterioration of your relationship. And this simple emotion wheel is a great tool which can facilitate a new way of how we deal and how we experience our emotions. Now, on the flip side of things, there the other wheel, which is comfortable emotions, 
which have positive affect, give us a positive feeling, positive emotion. Um, they have on the wheel I'm looking at, they have five main categories, accepted, loving, excited, interested, and confident. So I'll just give a couple of quick examples here. Confident. Well, if I'm confident, I am, that can be broken down into positive and positive can be broken down into convinced and confident can be broken down into optimistic and optimistic can be broken down into upbeat or hopeful. Confident can mean, can be broken down into bold and bold can be broken down even further to brave or courageous, sorry. And then there's a, I'll give another example. Let's say for excited. I'm excited because I'm amazed. I'm amazed because I'm astonished by this or I'm awed by the beauty. And just to give a few examples here, if I'm to break down loving, loving can be broken down into joyful and joyful can be broken down into free or fulfilled or loving can be broken down into committed and committed can be broken down into faithful. Loving can be broken down into caring and caring can be broken down into considerate or devoted. If I'm feeling confident, confident can be broken into positive. Positive can be broken into convinced. Confident can be broken down into bold. Bold can be broken down into brave or courageous. If I'm feeling the generalized category of accepted, accepted can be broken down into invited. And invited can be broken down into needed or wanted. And so the beauty about the positive affect, the comfortable emotions here that we're talking about in this, in this wheel, is it gives us a bigger vocabulary for what we are experiencing. And why is this important? Well, it's important because it allows us to experience more, more positive affect. So when we're experiencing more, we have a more dynamic perspective of life. And along with the lows, there's going to be the highs. And when we can experience and break down our highs into little moments, and you know, when I'm just feeling accepted as a whole, we might not really understand why, but once we understand, okay, well, it's because I, I was invited and I was invited because I was needed. And now all of a sudden I have a, a, a sense for need and purpose. And, and when, we, when we get to the root of that, that brings on a whole different level of feeling and a more broad vocabulary. And, and that is so beneficial for experiencing more in life, experiencing more of the small little moments. And really, that's what life is, is just the the combination and accumulation of moments and just being there for whether the moment is good or bad. But when we're there and experiencing and can break down why we're feeling or have the awareness of why we're feeling a certain way, it makes it so much more meaningful and colorful. Um, so there's so many benefits to knowing, yes, the negative side, how to break down those strong uh, negative emotions, uncomfortable emotions, as well as knowing how to break down the positive ones. Because when we reflect on our life and we reflect on that moment or when we're in the present moment of it, we're going to experience so much more and our life isn't just this flat line and dull line. 
you know, it has those uprising curves of positivity and this wheel will really help us give that, or I guess improve on our emotional literacy and vocabulary so we can experience more. So we can talk about more positive things too with our partner, not just troubleshooting the bad things and getting to the bottom of all the negative ones. And then there's a third wheel on this um, website that I, I like to use, which is again, humansystems.co. So there's the four human systems needs, which are the four, there's four main basic needs in this wheel. And these four same needs directly correlate to a lot of concepts and topics I'll be talking about in this podcast because they deal with a very successful relationship and they are individuality, safety, relationship, and growth. So those four main systems are all the main ingredients for a successful relationship. So I am on a firm I'm a firm believer that we need to maintain our individuality within a relationship. It's so important not to just get succumb to what our partner's desires are or say, okay, oh yeah, I'll just do this because we're going to have less conflict. If I just go along with it and do what you want to do, our life's just going to be so much easier. So I'm just going to do that. That's going to lead to resentment over time. It's going to lead to boredom complacency, you know, we shouldn't be settling for ourselves and we should be maintaining our, our own individuality. We should still have our own individual goals and come together and make a vision, which is so much more powerful, bigger and better than what we could have made on our own. Yes, but let's not forget who we were and who we are. That's so important. And that gets missed. And that, you know, I see so many people fall prey to this of just losing their individuality to whether it's their family or whether it's their partner. So individuality can be broken down into freedom and freedom can be broken down into spontaneity or flexibility. Individuality can be broken down into autonomy. Autonomy can be further broken down into recognition or independence. Uh, Individuality can be broken down into value which can be broken down into uniqueness or originality. So you see why instead of just coming and saying, oh, I need to maintain my individuality and not knowing what that means, this tool here will help us really break down. Okay, well, it is important that I have my uniqueness or that I have my originality or that I have my, my independence and my autonomy, that I have my own expression. You know, Instead of just saying, I need to be myself. I need to maintain my individuality. Well, what does that even mean? And this wheel will really help us get to the bottom of that so we can declare our boundaries, have conversations with our partner to help them understand why you want to maintain your individuality. Not just saying a very generalized, broad, well, I feel like I'm not myself anymore. I feel like I'm always doing things your way. Okay, let's break that down. Let's bring that to the table, sure. And when we're better equipped with an emotional vocabulary, such as breaking down individuality, you know, it's going to help us a lot more to have those conversations. 
The other three main categories in the human systems wheel are growth. And I believe that a relationship is the best, best playing field for personal growth and obviously relational growth. It's insane. Every dark corner of your insecurities or whatever you have, dark shadows within you is going to be confronted in a relationship. And not only that, but working with another individual, as we just talked about individuality, how do we maintain our individuality here while coming together, while trying to create something together? You know, it's a very challenging thing, concept, dynamic, if we want to do it properly, if we want to do it epically, if we don't just want to settle. Hey, I get it. It is easy. It would be so much easier to just settle, to just be complacent and coast through, coast on by. But the longer we coast, the longer we don't grow, we will feel that. We will feel the negative side effects, whether that's through our mental health, whether that's through resentment. We are meant to grow. We're on this planet to grow. We're not on this planet to survive. There's a huge difference. Why do you think every tree grows upwards and every year is growing bigger and bigger? Every plant. It's the same concept. We should be growing internally every single year. And as soon as I'm not growing or being complacent, that's not to say we don't have slower seasons in our life and you know don't go 100% all the time. There is a time and place for slowing down and, and being and not, you know, but if we aren't moving towards something, then it, it becomes very challenging and <laughs> challenging in so many ways on a, on a deep level of whether that's mental challenges or whether that's just, I, I genuinely believe if we're not growing, we're going to feel out of whack. We're going to feel like we're not do, not doing something, not living up to what our capabilities are. And, you know, it's, if you want to just coast by, then go ahead and just get by. But maybe don't listen to this podcast because <laughs> I'm going to be pushing growth. I'm going to be pushing bettering yourself, bettering your relationship because that's so meaningful, fulfilling, purposeful. You know, we're giving and, and, and to break this down again, here we go. I'll break down growth. Growth can be broken down into purpose. Purpose can be broken down into motivation and direction. Growth can be broken down into inspiration, which can be broken down into hope and beauty. Growth can be broken down into challenge because there will be challenges. And challenge can be broken down into difference or competition. Excitement can be broken down into adventure and novelty. The main growth category can be broken down into um consciousness which can be broken down into attention and clarity so even just blasting out those few quick examples there's so much benefit behind growth and again if we're just saying oh i want to be in a relationship to grow or we should be doing this to grow or we should be doing this to accomplish this goal without having the farther breakdown meaning and reason for why you're doing it and again, it just makes everything so much harder because you're not going to be, you're not going to have a clear why or understanding as to why you're doing all these things. So it's so important to break it down to the root. And the other two main uh, human systems needs are relationship and safety. 
Obviously, in a relationship, we seek comfort and we seek safety. We, we want to be safe. We want to be ourselves and we want to be accepted. And again, safety gets broken down here to trust and trust gets broken down into faith or security. Safety can get broken down into boundaries. Boundaries can get broken down into space or privacy. Safety can get broken down into peace. And peace can get broken down into quiet or calm. So again, we, we, we need and seek that safety in our relationship. Because if, if the external world is so chaotic and always throwing shit at us left, right, and center, it's so nice to be with somebody where we can be fully ourselves, be fully vulnerable, and feel safe. And again, what does safety mean? This tool here helps us break that down. And once we pinpoint why we want safety, well, I want safety because I want some calm in my life, or I want safety because I want unity, or I want safety because I want some relief, relief from that external chaos. You know what I mean? Then we can break it down farther. We can articulate that to our partner. This wheel just really helps us equip. It's like a cheat sheet to help us get to the bottom of our emotions. And obviously, relationship is the last human systems there. And we all know why we need relationships, not just for the natural human craving that brings us to another partner or a desire for another partner, but we want a relationship so we can be caring, have honesty, be fully authentic, have respect, inclusion, cooperation, empathy, connection, validation and all those get broken down into deeper subsets so it's just important if we need to be having more conversations with our partner and really getting to the bottom of how we're feeling especially as men because we're not equipped with this we don't learn this in school and god you know we don't talk about these things in front of other guys because it's just not what men used to do and not saying that we need to do this every time we get together with guys, go talk about our emotions. But what I am saying is that we probably need to do it with our partners. And this emotion wheel will be a great tool into helping you expand your emotional vocabulary and emotional literacy, really. So I hope this tool serves you in your life. It will help you overcome difficult conversations if you keep getting stuck at the same arguments the same conflict points this wheel will help you break that down farther so you can express yourself on a deeper level it is that cheat sheet maybe just print it off read it over once a day till you get familiarized with more emotions and what they might be stemming from and once you find that root then you can self-process you can process through that you can work on it yourself in order that you're not bringing that up to your partner if they aren't involved in it. And if you need help with it, I'm sure your partner would facilitate and be happy that you're bringing it up with them and you can work through that together. So just a reminder, I am starting a new program. I'm actually currently building it out. I'll let you all know when it's released, uh, which really dives into especially men in relationships, men who suffer with emotional bad habits, who might be emotionally closed off, whose relationship might be in jeopardy because you keep having the same conflict. So I'm very passionate about building out this program and I'm putting a ton of effort, a ton of time into it. 
And other than that, I would love if you would reach out to me and follow me on socials. You can follow me on Instagram. My, my, my tag is, or my handle, I guess, is just Joel Mahe, J-O-E-L-M-A-H-E. Uh, on Facebook, I'll probably be posting a lot of videos and content on Facebook as well, long format stuff, a lot of value in there, free value. Uh, so you can follow me on Facebook. Again, just my name, Joel Mahe. As well as if you have any questions, please feel free to send me an email to coaching at joelmahe.ca and I will get back to you. I will help you with whatever question or problem you might be having. And other than that, I would love to connect. Hit me up on socials. I will answer. I will respond to you. And we're all in this together. We're all in this to grow. We're all in this to get a better relationship. And it's time that we open up. It's time that we take new actions. And that will be the first step in taking a new action. So I hope you enjoyed the first full real episode of Men in Relationships. I will be back and we'll catch you on the next podcast. Other than that, take care.